You are listening to The Yoni Codes, where every week we explore the secret mysteries of the divine feminine through the reclamation of motherhood, entrepreneurship, and relationship. Through the gates of your yoni and held within your womb are secret codes that, when activated, spark magic, healing, and rebirth. The Yoni Codes are the wisdom keys to harnessing your power, healing your lineage, and expressing your magic in the world. We believe that if every woman unlocks the Yoni Codes within themselves, the ripple effect will be the healing of our collective. I'm Melissa April. I'm Catherine Blanco. Let us dive into the mysteries together. Hey guys. (laughs) What's up, Yoni Codes? What's up with the Yoni Codes? (laughs) I don't know. We're here at the Unicode's headquarters back with a riveting conversation for you. Yes. All about the unbalanced business and really like embracing being a mom, being a parent, being a woman with a lot of responsibility and running your business and being in your sacred work. And it's, it's intense. Like it's an intense thing. And I, I'm really excited actually to dive into this because I remember Catherine, when you were with us, like earlier on postpartum, when I was starting to like reintegrate back into my work, we had a lot of these conversations around, like, I want it to look different. I want it to feel different. I want to have a different experience and being really committed to that. And really there's so much that you can do with that mindset and with that devotion. Like Mm -hmm. I'm really going to embrace this season of my babies of motherhood. And I'm really going to embrace this creativity and my work. And it's fucking intense (laughs) and it doesn't always go the way you end up following, falling into the narrative, right? And but the narrative doesn't have to be bad, right? But it's learning how we can actually flow with the seasons that we're going through in our life and business and parenting and and bring some more ease and peace of mind, I think, as we're in this like constant creation process, as well as like recreating the family unit as everything shifts, as people get older and things change. Mm-hmm because nothing remains the same. We are in constant flux. And when you are a parent, you recognize that in your baby, right? They're, they're going through leaps and they're going through milestones and their sleep schedule shifts and their, how they're eating, like everything keeps shifting. And along with their changes, how we approach business also needs to shift and change and flow. Yeah. Well, we probably have like different perspectives too, because you had Sarah when you were like in your early twenties and Mm -hmm. I had my babies much, much later. And so you kind of, you probably had more of a titration of that, um, that weaving of business and, and motherhood. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like mine was like, I live my life this way. And now I have two people I'm responsible for suddenly. And what do you mean? I can't do my work right now. 
don't you understand that you need to sleep so that I can sleep so I can work tomorrow? <laughs> so I feel like there's probably like some big differences there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, and also, well, for me too, I wasn't an entrepreneur when I became a mom. So I had a different, it was very different and my work was very different at that time. Um, so there was a very clear, it was, it was actually very um, clear when I was at work, I was at work. And when I was home, I was home and it was very clear lines. And in a lot of ways, um, there was an ease to that. And mm. um, I also had the opportunity of not working full time. Um, so I would just be in at work a couple of days per week and my baby, like uh, Sarah was 18 months old when I started working again. And she was with grandparents when I was at work. <laughs> so there was a, that was a very different um, experience. And w- what we're speaking to today is more weaving in the, the entrepreneur <laughs> the snake, if you will, the beast of being an entrepreneur where there is no boundary there is no or unless you create them there is no like I'm on I'm off there we're always thinking about our businesses right um so it can be a very different experience in terms and I didn't navigate that until I had three kids I didn't become an uh, an entrepreneur fully until until my son was born so I feel like it was a big like flop across the face like when you was it like oh my gosh whoa what is this yeah I do yeah there was a lot of I I was like is this even going to be possible because my business didn't exist yet I was creating a business out of out of the air with a baby at my breast and two other children that I was responsible for so it was it it felt like a uphill climb to get to the point where where it made sense yeah. 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 So maybe not so different. So maybe not so different after all. Scratch <laughs> <laughs> <Never mind>. <laughs> that part. <laughs> no, but I, I think it's actually valuable to mention because it is a big difference. There is, a, I, at least from, from feeling it in my own body, like the difference of being able to like go to work, do work outside of the home, like punch out, come home and then work is at work. And I don't even need to think about it until tomorrow at 7am. You know, like there, there is a very big shift in terms of bringing in entrepreneur lifestyle where you're thinking about it more and, and how do we balance? Is it, and, and I love that word not even t- calling it a balanced business between babes and, and, and our business. We're, we're naming it right up at the front, that it's an unbalanced <laughs> process that we, what we're searching for is more harmony versus actual balance that, that there can be harmony in your, your home life and your business life. But there are going to be phases where you are more in your business mindset and you're going to need more help with the home stuff and vice versa. It reminds me of, I was doing a, um, an Akashic reading session with uh, Martine, Martine Kleisen. Um, I hope I'm saying her last name right. And she 
I, I was bringing this conundrum to her. Like I, I have this and I have this and I have this and they're so important to me. And I'm, I'm feeling like, how can I hold all of this? Like, I felt like I could. And then, and now I'm not feeling like I can, like, what, what is, what do you have for me? Like what wisdom is coming through? And remember she said, there's an, there's, you have to look at, this is what was coming through my guides. Like you have to look at your energy as many different temples within you. And you have an altar for your business where you spend that devotional time and you have an altar for your family and you spend that devotional time and you have an altar for your self-care and you spend that devotional time. And so it doesn't have to be, it's like it, it gets to all be there, but it doesn't, if I'm devoted in this moment to my, my babies, it's going to be really hard when I'm also splitting myself in half, trying to be devoted to my business. And it just, I don't know, it was the way that she was saying it. It just really landed for me. Like I do get to have all of this, but it might look different in different seasons of my life. It might look different depending on where I am in my cycle. It might look different depending on what's going on for the babes. Cause let me tell you, we were all just sick for five weeks and my business had to take the sideline. Mm-hmm. I still had to show up and I still have clients and stuff like that, but the focus, the priority that where I, my heart is fully tending to is the family unit. Mm. And I would say there was a couple of weeks where I was really like struggling with that of like, eh, eh, like I got to control everything. And then I was like, no, I can't, like, I actually can. Otherwise I'm going to go crazy. Mm. I have to trust that the support I have is going to help me that the, that the ideas, they're still going to be there. The, you know, everything is going to be okay. And then there will be a season where I come back around to that. And why do we find it so hard? Like, why do we find this is so challenging to be unbalanced and let that be okay? That's a good point. I, I, I mean, I guess it's easy to look at the external and and the forces that are outside of us that is our looking <laughs> that we feel that we perceive are judging us for not being like fully at work <laughs> you know like there's already a, um, I guess what I'm trying to say is like there's already a stigma about being an entrepreneur for a lot of folks right? Just in general. And then adding mom on top of that and how both you and I mostly stay home with our babies as well. Like, how can we juggle it all? Like, is it even possible? And, and, and yeah, I think there's like this false sense of having something to prove. Mm. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely that narrative in our culture. That's like the woman balances it all. Like we can do it all. We can do, we can tend to the kids and feed them and clothe them and teach them and, you know, be with them all day while, you know, if you must have a business, run your business and 
you know, bring the money in and also prepare the nutritious meals and, you know, make sure everybody's bathed at the end of the day and make sure that you're taking care of yourself and working out and eating well and looking good and looking sexy and feeling hot and spicy. So that after everybody goes to bed, you can have sex, wild sex with your partner. And like, this is the fucking expectation. Like (laughs) this is the modern woman, the modern day woman, you guys, it's garbage. She's not real. She might exist for a day. You might have one of those days that you're just like pure fire and you're like, bam, 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 bada boom, bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. Most days you're running around like a hot mess. Like, let's just be honest about that. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. It's, and that's why we wanted to talk about it, to keep it real and to remind everyone that's listening that the reality is, is that if you want to have babies and have a business of your own, it's going to take some creativity in how you make it happen. It's going to take you prioritizing maybe three or four important tasks in your business that day, you know, and the, and I'm talking on days that you don't have help. Not all of us can have external help come in, but it's going to help your business thrive and definitely is one of the pillars in having a successful business is having external help, whether that be with your babies or with your home stuff. Um, but even on days when you don't have that help, really dialing down what your core priorities are for that day so that you feel like you've accomplished something on your to-do list rather than having this exhaustive to-do list of all the things that you need to do in your business. Well, can you just, can you just do two or three or, or four of those things today? Yeah. Um, and even and ha- you guys like, yeah. Even- oh yeah. Even one. <laughs> Somebody was telling me when I was pregnant, they said, I think it was another twin mama. Actually, she said, just what got me through that last sort of few weeks of the pregnancy when you get really, especially with twins, you get really, really big (laughs) and it affects a lot of people's like mobility. Luckily I didn't have that uh, too bad, but um, she'd said, just do one thing, just do one thing for yourself, either one outing or one, just one thing. That's like the key thing the, the, and I just always remembered that. And I try to bring myself back to that. Cause I think that's really important. Like some days when things are just like a lot and kids are a handful and things just don't seem to be going as smooth. It's like, what's that one thing that you can really anchor yourself into for your business. And maybe it's even for your like self-care or one thing that you're going to do with the kids. Right. And it's just like find, finding the ways in which you can you can kind of find this harmony within the day by tending to each altar intentionally. Yes. Sort of a second point off of yours, but. No, that's great. No, it's, that is totally, totally huge. And actually I like, I like looking at it that way. If if you're looking at the pillars, sort of like what one thing you can do for yourself, one thing you can do for your business and one thing you can do for your baby. Like, and so then you're tending to each altar with, with an intention and bringing mindfulness to your day. So, and I know we, in the 
healing arts, we talk a lot about mindfulness and mindset and, and it can be a little abstract. <laughs> um, but when I'm talking about mindfulness here is like being all there so that when you are taking that time to your babies, you're not on your phone at the same time finishing that email. You know, like you're putting it down. You're being in the moment with your kids. Um, you're being in the moment with your partner. You know, you're you're fully there and they can feel you. And that quality time is going to be so much more worthwhile than you pushing <laughs> pushing the stroller with your foot or like bouncing the the baby chair and then also texting <laughs> your client at the same time you know it's like you need to find those moments and and hours within your week where you can just be all in with your motherhood the same thing goes with your business like where you can actually shut the door in your office and just get to work and that might only be 20 minutes if that's all you have that's all you have but let it be all in like fully there yeah and it's, it's hard. It, it's harder. It, it sounds really simple, but it can be harder to actually implement these boundaries, but they're very important. Yeah. It's yeah, pretty much just like suck it up and do it and like force yourself to create these boundaries for yourself, literal like boundaries. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I know it was easier. Like when, when the uh, babies were little to do that because they had more concrete naps and I, I know I've talked about this a lot on the podcast. So I felt it it was really easy actually, because my work gave me energy. Great. And so when they were down, it was really easy for me to just focus on my work. And then when they were up, I'm fully there. I'm like, wow, this is great. But as they get older, they start requiring more attention. And here I am now with these little toddlers, these little baby tots, and they require so much, like they're, they're not having it. If I'm sitting there on the phone, distracted, it pisses them off. They want Mm -hmm. all there. And that was like another phase of like literally releasing this, that last phase and then stepping into this new one. Um, that was a big transition and a hard one. And I just, another opportunity to like shift the boundaries, shift the priorities shift the altars and where they are and how they're set up and how I devote my time to it and giving myself the fucking grace that mm-hmm. it's, it's okay. Like it, it's going to be okay. Absolutely. It's like that recalibration of, of what you have the capacity for and how you're showing up for your, your babies and children as they shift as well. And recognizing it before, before you get burned out. Yeah. I was just going to say like, how do you, how do you, when is that moment? You know, cause sometimes there's been times where I'm like, oh yeah, okay. We're in a shift right now. And then there's other times where I'm like, ah, I'm so frustrated. And then like, after the fact, I'm like, oh, that was because this happened. And I totally didn't see that. And I just spent a week really frustrated so how do we catch ourselves in that moment? And I think that's literally like knowing your energy and really being intentional and really having those boundaries and checking in with yourself. Like I'm not feeling great today. Why did today not work? What didn't work about today? What did not work about this week? Okay. What's going on? Is anything shifting? Is anything going on with babes? Is anything going on with work? Like what is happening? Am am I in that transitionary period? Am I in 
a season essentially of rebirth, rebirthing the way I do business, rebirthing the way I do mothering um, and parenting with my partner. And that's just, I think, practice. And I'm not sure that it'll ever be like smooth sailing, but it's just something like if you're intentional and you know it and it's in your brain and it's like working in the background there, you just got to keep bringing yourself to it. Keep bringing yourself to it. Yeah. I, well, I was just going to say like, I, it, it is really important to um, when you are an entrepreneur, whether you have kids or not, to ha- have a set time throughout the month or week um, that you are tuning into how you're you're doing your business. Like, where are the energy leaks? Where are you doing it? So it's a very, um, it's like a, a energy hygiene, if you will. Sort yeah. of checking in and making sure that you're taking your the time to do this work is very, very important. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because I, ha- I have a lot of people that reach out who are like, like essentially like, how do you do this? Like, how are you, how do you balance? It looks like you, you're like, you've, you've got it balanced. looks like you're really on top of your self-care and, and I guess it's kind of shattering the illusion, right? Like, not that I want to create an illusion, but the thing mm-hmm. that I, I was trying to figure out, like, how can I teach this? How can I help? Cause I do work with a lot of moms. And even before I had babies, I, that was something that I really, um, I, I, I worked with a lot of mothers for some reason. Um, but what I'm realizing is like, there is no one way, one size fits all. Like there's no one right way to do it. And it, it depends on like your partner. Does your partner work from home? Do they work out? You know, do they have to commute? Do they work out of town for long periods of time? Like your financial situation, what kind of resources do you have available for support? Do you have family close, not close? Like there's so many different variables that it's hard to say like in this podcast, like, Hey, like do this, like hire a support person to come in and, and, you know, set this much aside for your budget and hire a VA to do this and, you know, get a meal a meal kit delivery service or, you know, like you, we, we can't yeah. just do that because it's different for everybody. And so it, it does require like this determination to figure it out. And I think we do it. Like I, I say that because I know we, we are resourceful as women, as mothers, especially mm-hmm. I'm very resourceful, but it's instead of looking outside of yourself. Cause I, I remember I've done that. Like, do you have the answers for me? How do you do this? Like how, la, 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 la. and it's like, uh-uh. it's no. not out there. It's in here. Yeah. So I got to come back to the self and really like do that work with yourself. Yeah. Cause for some people it, it will actually mean having to get up an hour and a half before your babies get up in order to knock out those emails, you know, like, or for some of us, it might actually mean staying up a little bit after they go to bed. You know, like there's there's so many different ways, but I think the most that we can give you on this talk is is also just some encouragement that it is possible. But <laughs> that you and I have both done it. Like that that we're we've created businesses and our mothers at the same time. And there is there is a possibility for this for you too. Um, but it does require creativity, routines, but routines that you're okay 
shifting, <laughs> you know, and, and finding pockets of time where you're intentional with your family and you, that you're intentional with yourself as well. And I know that's like the buzzword is like that self-care, self-care buzzword all the time, but it is actually really important to care for yourself. Yeah. Well, Catherine and I were talking. It might just look like like a bath or a shower. <laughs> yeah, totally. And we were talking right before the show started, before we started recording, before our live show that we're <laughs> we're doing right now. Um, and I was saying how like it's a it sometimes like is amazing to me coming back to my practices like self care. Mm-hmm. We can call it self care for me, it's a lot deeper than just self-care, but like these self-care practices, we tend to overlook them because it's like, we forget how impactful they are in our life. And if you're a person like me, I'm very, like, I like to analyze things and use my brain, my logical brain to like process things and things, think things through. And, but it's not until I actually bring it into the body and integrate it through these devotional practices through self-care, through self-love. It's not, it's only then that it actually starts to shift the way I'm showing up. And there's times that I am really great at doing this. And again, there's times that I forget. I forget to really embody like how powerful the body is when I bring in this stuff into my being. And And I think this is why there's like a little bit of tough love here for myself and for all of us. It's just like, you just got to do it. You got to set the boundaries. You've got to create the space. Mm -hmm. I'm, that's the number one thing that I hear is I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have money. I don't have time. And it's like, we're living in lack. We're living in scarcity. I get everybody's circumstances are different. And there's always time for the most important things. So is your business important? Mm -hmm is how you show up in your mother, in motherhood. Is that important? Is that one of the most important things in your life? Then you have time for it. You have time for it. And you have time, not just to think things out, stop thinking and embody it. Mm. It was something that was a really powerful reminder for me recently. So I wanted to share that with you. Mm -hmm. You all, all of you listening. (laughs) And it's very, it's very powerful. No, that's, And it is hard. (laughs) Like we also want to be careful that we're not sort of bypassing that, that aspect that being a mom and running your own business is not for everyone. It's not it. And and that's the, the reality is that, it is difficult to do. Yeah. And it can be extremely rewarding <laughs> at the same time. And so, um, but it is one of those things where you're only going to get back what you put into it too. Um, so your business is like a living and breathing organism and it does need tending to just like your children do. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, yes. <laughs> I think one of the things that, I mean, I, 
I like to pride myself on not having a lot of mom guilt, but I definitely have had mom guilt when it comes to tending my business over taking my kids to the park, (laughs) you know, Um, where there's been moments where I've missed out on family time because my husband takes them to the park instead and I get to stay home and do work on my business. And it's like, oh, I wish I could just drop this and go with them. It's like, why did I create this business for myself anyways, if I can't do that? And then it's like having those tight boundaries around myself and, and recognizing like, well, I'm doing this in this moment, this small sacrifice so that tomorrow (laughs) I will be free on a Monday the whole day. And I will be able to, to go to the playground with them at 2 p.m. because I don't have anything tomorrow, you know, like just having sort of parenting yourself and creating, creating a space where you don't let yourself down by abandoning your business for the moment, for that little twinge of guilt that you may feel as. Yeah, Yeah, totally. And I've talked about this before, like how, I mean, and we talk about this on the show a lot. It's like, this is our creation. Like when you have a business, you've birthed something into the world and it was important enough to you to bring it into the world, to breathe life into it. And you do have to care for it the same way that you would care for a baby in a different way, of course, but it requires that love and attention and nourishment and nurturing. And And there's always going to be sacrifice. Like there's going to be sacrifice sometimes. Like I also want to normalize that. Like sometimes as a parent, when you're with your kid and you're like, I just want to be working on my business right now. Yes. (laughs) Like see this, this thought through this idea, through this creation, through this launch, through this, this, whatever it is. And so there's both, right. And know that this is normal. And how lucky are you that you have two and I'm sure more, but these two incredible things that you've brought into the world, you breathe life into, into the world that you're raising, that you're nurturing that are going to go on to carry your legacy, to create Mm. abundance. And like, how lucky are we to be able to do that? And not everybody can say that. And I know you can do this too with, you know, a job where you're not an entrepreneur, but this is the the road that we're going down right now for the sake of this conversation. And, and so knowing that sometimes there is a little bit of sacrifice and it can, and that sacrifice can be on either end and to just really come back to your why, like, why did I choose to be a mother? Why did I choose to have this business or to share this work? Why is this important to me? And really grounding yourself in that. So you remember, so it doesn't become just a nuisance. So your kids aren't a nuisance. So your business isn't a nuisance. And so you aren't walking around feeling pissed off that you have no time or energy for anything. Yeah. Right. Being in that frustrated space yeah, is going I, to, yeah, sorry. No, I was just, I think, and when we fill up on our self-care, it's easier to see it that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Like when, when we take care of ourselves and, and our devotion practices and our embodiment practices, it's like, we have no other choice, but to show up fully, (laughs) 
you know, what I mean, like if we're showing up fully for ourselves, we're going to show up fully for our kids. We're going to show up fully for our business. It's going to bleed into all aspects of our lives, but it's definitely a myth that you can be fully balanced. Yes. Strive for harmony, but balance. I don't know. (laughs) Well, I think it's just, it just, it doesn't feel good. It, then it feels like this other unattainable goal. Mm-hmm. because it's a balancing act. Like when you think of somebody on a tight rope, like it's stressful watching them. Yes. Well, they're not going to fall. Am I going to fall? Am I not going to fall? Is this time going to be the time that I drop all of the things and I fall off the thing? Mm. Like that, that's the balance. That's literally what balance feels like. Opposed to, yeah, like weaving in this heart, this, this harmony, this flow, like being in the ebb and flow of life, being in the seasons of rebirth, following your cyclical nature, trusting where your in, your your um, intuition, your creative, your creation intelligence, your your feminine wisdom, where is that pulling you? Because that's probably where your attention is needed the most. Mm-hmm. And trusting, like really trusting that the other part is going to be okay while you're tending to this, while you're tending to the babes, to the heart, to the business, whatever it might be, to the relationship. So what's the Yoni code, Melissa? Well, according to the deep feminine wisdom that's coming through, I think it's that life is not a balancing act. Mm that it's a dance and that we dance in harmony with the different aspects of our life. But we're not seeking balance that we're allowing for the dance to be a creative flow. Yep. Full of recalibration and realistic expectations and magic and embodiment. I hope that we gave you a little bit of a taste of like how we work motherhood into our business and and business into our motherhood. Um, I feel like there probably is another conversation here. Melissa and I definitely talk about this topic even further, but we wanted to bring this conversation to you today to at least get, get the conversation rolling and sort of allow you to see a little bit of an insight into our worlds and how how we how we do this hard work of mothering and and entrepreneurship together it's like those hard questions that we ask ourselves and the conversations that we have and and the uncomfortable decisions that we have to make sometimes and I think it's all part of it and it's a dance. Ultimately it's a dance and so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm so excited to dive into this deeper. Let us know in, uh, on our Instagram page at the Yoni codes, like what trips you up the most when it comes to harmonizing with business and babies and relationships and just life. Like what is the thing that gets in your way the most? Let us know. We'd love to hear it. We would love to continue the conversation with you over there. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this Yoni Code. 
If this episode moved, inspired, or flat out entertained you, please head over to iTunes and give us five stars or share with a friend. Follow us on Instagram at the Yoni Codes to continue the conversation. Oh, and make sure to click on the link in the profile for other ways to connect. We look forward to unlocking the next Yoni Code together.